Hey guys, welcome to Full Send Living. Today we are going to talk about if you could go back in time and give yourself some advice on being a better friend, what would you tell yourself? Let's send it. Send it. <laughs> Put your teeth away. <laughs> Guys, I'm Nate Thompson. This is Ethan Bricker. You guys, it's Friday right now. Yeah, it is. You're about to head into your weekend. Hitting it hard. With the best podcast you've ever listened to. Yeah. Thanks for subscribing and listening and sharing and liking and disliking. I don't care. Yeah, do. we don't care. Just, Just listen. be a part of it. Yeah, let's do be it. Be a friend. And that's what we're going to talk about today. And guess what? We've got a friend here. You got a friend in me. Clink your coffee cup. No, clink. I'm not. Clink your cup. Don't. Story of the story of the day here, people, is that friendship. We're talking about friendship. Brad, my friend, showed up with coffee for my other friend, and I'm sitting here with no coffee. There's just, there's what would Brad go us. back and tell there's, himself? Be think about all his friends at I the need table to erase one and not these. just one. <laughs> Brad, what, what, what do you want to talk about? Friendships. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Investing in you want to talk about being a better friend? Let's talk about being a friend, Brad. We're just going to kick it off with you. Let's do it. Let's see here. Second time on the f- um, on the show, people. Brad has been my friend. Ninth grade. Ninth grade, man. It's ninth grade. It's a lot of time. Can I tell the story? Can I just, just briefly tell the story? Yeah, talking to the microphone I, so they can hear you. There it is. Can I let you all know what grabbed my attention with Nate? If you just take a, a gander over there You're and look at so him. so far away. Look at you're really far away. Why don't you lean in? Just here look a little straight bit. into the camera, Nate. So when I first met Nate, what drew my attention was the satellites on the side of his head. Thank you. Um, his ears just drew drew me in. Called me. And <laughs> it was engaging. And then and then I was that guy that had the wave and the side spike and the mullet. Yeah, Brad had a Ace Ventura Ace Ventura hairdo with piano keys. And it was love at first sight. It was. Sunberg Thompson. We stood next to each other in gym class. That's where we met. So that's a lot of years ago. Brad and Ethan have been friends for as long as all... Well, no, you guys were better friends, I think. Seven years? We're better friends? What do you mean? No, you guys started off to be better friends. Has it been seven years? We went to Maui together, people. (laughs) (laughs) You need to flash some pictures up there. (laughs) Just me alone. (laughs) I will send you some. <laughs> they actually did go to Maui we together. And I know some of you guys are like, those alone, guys joke. Together, no, alone. Leave the wives at home. Let's go to the sexiest there place on a, earth. There's a story behind it. <laughs> I can promise you. Please don't ruin my reputation. It was. So anyways, we got some friendships here. Yeah. So we wanted to yep. talk to each other and pick Brad's brain as well about if you could go back in time, go back to however far back, What would what's some advice you would want to give yourself? So... Brad came with a list of like 40 things and we said just one or two, but so we're going to dig into a couple of them. I've learned a lot of lessons in my friendships sitting in front of me. Brad is a great friend, everybody. (laughs) Seriously, trust me. Seriously, trust me. Okay, Brad, what's something you would uh, tell yourself? Not us, but yourself. Yes. Well, to start, 
I couldn't come up with anything and just like we were discussing and I ended up realizing that I have two very good friends, best friends, I would say, uh, that I'm doing the podcast with. So I just started One's thinking more about of a best friend because he gets coffee, but it's fine. <laughs> Keep going. Thinking about this is a 40 year club. You're not ready. We're like for 20 this. minutes in the podcast. We haven't had any meat and potatoes yet. Oh. So anyways, I thought about our relationships and the things that I've learned through our relationship and um, f- for me mainly in pulling out the, the gold in the relationship. So the first one that I had, if I could open up my phone, was invest and contribute into somebody, not the other way around. And I say that because of the old Brad before Christ and even after Christ, I was a consumer in relationships. Like I would, I would see something that I would liken somebody and I would want to be a friend to get something from that relationship versus now, um, you know, it's the other way around. Like I'm looking to invest. Like when I met Ethan, I was already at like a, a mature, mature phase in my life as far as the way relationships are and, and um, you know, the health of them. So I, I saw him in having young kids and married and just like life is at a thousand percent all the time. And I saw something that I could pour into and it. I, I saw what it did with him, but it did more for me mm-hmm. because I was able to, it was almost like reversing what I did when I was younger from just consuming from everybody, like just pulling from everybody. I was just able to finally like give back. You were his Obi-Wan dude. I was, yep. I was. And you, now I have a building that he gets to store stuff in. Yeah, see how that works? <laughs> <laughs> yes, I'm like, it's not much, but you get <laughs> still, So I guess I'm still consuming. <laughs> no. We won't talk no, about my living just, conditions right now. <laughs> Brad helped me build like three bedrooms. In- <laughs> Brad, Brad's homeless right Brad now, helped people. Build, Brad helped me build three bedrooms in my last house. He was definitely yeah. uh, well, contributing. your stairs. A little helper. <laughs> <laughs> that was the best. Um, yeah, being a being a contributor, not a consumer, yeah. also known mm-hmm. as a leech, is what yes. I like to call it. Being a leech friend, where you're just like, I'm here to suck you dry. Yeah, you know, and it's hard not it's hard not to be that way. I think when you're around people that are really awesome, because mm-hmm. you're seeing so many amazing things about them that you're like, ah, oh, I want that. I want to learn how to be that way. And um, that's it, different than consumption, though. Like well, I would, I would get into yeah. relationships to pull for my own needs. Like if they had some type of skill that I could use that would benefit me. Whereas like, you know, since you said that with Nate, I, there were so many things in my relationship cause I, you know, didn't have a, a, a dad growing up. Like I didn't have an example of a father growing up. So with Nate, it was weird cause we're the same age. I mean, I'm, I'm a year older, but it shows. Um, thank you. Thank you. Um, in your intelligence, it was almost like because of the way that he was raised, I was pulling like fathership things from him. Mm-hmm. So I would, I would see something that I would like, like how he treated people or how he loved people or whatever. It is. My sister. And yes, yes. Like you like I am sister. a consumer. <laughs> I told you I was a consumer in Weird. the beginning. I don't mind it. I, don't mind I am married it. to Nate's sister, by the way. Yeah, I don't know. There's something about it. <laughs> Just like it. Okay. But I would, pull, I would pull stuff from our relationship in a way that like I would want to better myself because because I saw something in you, which is, I think is different than consuming. That's more of like, you know, what would you call that? Gleaning? Gleaning. There you go. Yeah. But I think you, I I think, I mean, speaking from my own experience, I think though, like when you, when you're gleaning so much that you 
that you can't even think of a way of how to like help yeah. or give yeah. back. Do you wonder? You know, I think that's just <laughs> a th- I think that's something to think about, like just with that that thought process, because I've found myself like um, even with the both of you, and I've been really honest about that about like. It's like you have so many skill sets that are beneficial and so so much wisdom and things like that. There's this feeling of like, man, I don't even know what I can bring to the table. And I think that's where it's like just being really honest with yourself and just being like anywhere I, where I see a moment that I can help, I'm just going to help, mm-hmm. you know. Um, do you, and, you know, anyways. Do you wonder that some of that for us as we like are, however, whatever points in life we're at where we're, maybe we are that way, does that come from an insecurity in yourself? Do you wonder that? Like, was there a time where it's like, maybe like, <clears throat> if I, if I, like friendships that I've had where I'm just like, like that, just the consumer where like, I just need your, is it, am I pulling because of insecurities in me that I'm expecting for them to be able to fulfill? Or do you think it's just like, I, I maybe personally, just, mine was different. Mine was a lack of identity because not having a father growing up, I had no yeah, identity. I didn't know who I was. And I would like, it's embarrassing to admit, but like I would see stuff in people like you and I would mimic that. Like even the way people would talk, the way they would smile, I would, I would become who that person is because like I really liked like a certain aspect of somebody. I remember, hopefully he's not listening, but this kid, Kevin Kemp, that we went to school with. Oh, he's with, a big subscriber. He had, he had a, a great smile. And I remember practicing his smile because I wanted that type of smile. And it was because I didn't have identity in who I was. So mine was completely different. And your smile's killer, too. There it is. It's the teeth. They're just so freaking Andy nice. Andy calls them chiclets or piano yeah, keys. Yeah, they're the real deal. Yeah, it hurts, though. It really hurts. People... But. Chicklets were designed like that's like on purpose. Those things were made. Okay. Um, is it too much? All right. What else? Uh, <laughs> Ethan, what do you? It's what do you? Like, <laughs> my, teeth are, my teeth are getting dry. Yeah, my teeth. Like, oh, oh. yeah. Maybe yeah. my teeth are nice too. I don't know. Um, what yeah. do you? What are you thinking? Um, so the thing I wrote down was um, ask, listen more, and ask more questions. Talk less, listen more, ask more questions. Sounds like a scripture. Probably is mm-hmm. one. But uh, um, for me, that's been the hardest struggle. It's like I'm kind of the guy who always has something to say. The show pony. Yeah. <laughs> Get on up. <laughs> I'm a peacock. You got to let me fly. <laughs> and, uh, peacocking. I'm so beautiful. Uh, but that's... That Look is, at me. Look at me. I'm beautiful. Um, Look at all my talents. Uh, that's been my heart. Like one of my harder, hardest things is like, is listening, like just sitting down and being like, I need to listen and I need to ask questions. Not, not for the sake of asking questions, but just to be like, I, I don't want to be for anybody to be sitting across from me thinking he really likes talking about himself. You know, like I want people to be, I want people to feel valued and that I'm actually generally interested in honestly. I feel like it wasn't until I became friends with both of you where I realized, like, oh, snap. Like, I'm seriously, like, narcissistic in that sense where it's like, yeah, let me tell you about all the things I'm doing. I want to talk about me and my internal world and the things I love. And, you know what I mean? It's like everybody loves to talk about themselves, but, like, what people also love is somebody that is actually interested in what they're interested in and what's going on in their world. And 
So that's uh, I'm yeah. so guilty of that. Yeah, every I think everybody is because that's like a scientifically proven thing. People like to talk more about themselves than to hear from a, another mm-hmm. person. So you know, it is what it is. But I think for me, it's just. I've been trying to challenge myself to internally when somebody's talking to be listening and then to think of like, how can I understand more of what they're talking about? You know what I mean? Um, And sometimes you almost get lazy around the people that you really love that you're around a lot because you just know them super well. So you assume, you know, everything going on and you you actually end up missing depths and layers of, who somebody is by not asking those questions. That's good. Yeah. Yeah. What'd you write? Well, uh, let me let me no, add no, to no. that. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm trying to find it. I have like this this note in my phone that's about my identity, like my purpose, my declaration for life and all that stuff. And and in that, um <clears throat> Holy Spirit showed me that like when I'm building relationships, that people should know more about the Jesus in me than me. Like when I'm in conversation, like I should be pulling from them trying to get to know them because I was infamous for that where when I was younger I would lie but like even as a grown man because I I still it took me time to figure out what my identity was in the father because the you know he's the father I didn't have a father so thinking of the father loving me was like a there was a break in reality for me so um Just completely lost my train of thought. Where was I in that? Oh, um, being able to, um, I lost it. Well, you're just you're just sidetracked. I didn't sidetrack you. you touched me. I think it just made me, it made me like, flush he's out. He's like, oh, I got it again. And I touched his leg. It just pat his leg. It's all good. Oh, no. And then he goes, it's, it's oh, about, no, I forgot. Don't, don't distract me. Go, go, go. Just say it. I finally kept it. needs to be. Touch him. So it's, it's. For I was infamous for wanting people to know who I was, and I would even go as far as like bending the truth. Like when I first got my job and 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 what I do, I would really highlight that area of my life. Or if I did some, you know, in the last five years, I did one good thing in my marriage, I would highlight that one good thing. So the la- it looked like that five yeah, years was a highlight reel. <laughs> exactly, yeah, yeah. exactly. Versus now, I feel like. I just really want to know about people. You know what I mean? I really want to pull the gold out of people because I feel like in my relationships, like with you guys, you've done that for me. And it's like almost like a return that you want to do that for other people. Yeah, totally. Mm-hmm. I had um, one of the ones I put down was I would want to tell myself not to get caught up and caught by FOMO, the fear of missing out um, with friends because history in my life of friends doing things that I'm not doing, it gets like, I don't know, you can have just the FOMO of it. Like, oh man, I wish I could be doing that. You know, and like all this stuff and like, and then just missing, um, one, you, I, I become not a good friend because I'm coming at something from like a weird, weirdness factor that I've created in my own mind or whatever. That's more than, more times than that, it's not even real. It's just my own made up. It's like almost like jealousy sometimes because you want everything, but you can't have everything all at mm -hmm. once, you know? And I think correcting that over the years, which is always an ongoing thing, but a lot has helped with just knowing what, what I'm doing. So then I know what I'm offering for Mm -hmm. my friends and what I, you know, and staying in my lane and, and actually like being able to like point and cheer when my friends are doing Mm -hmm. something that's just, so cool 
and then not getting um, caught up in like, oh man, I'm missing out. And then all of a sudden what I'm doing is insignificant or useless or pointless. But I, I would want uh, to know that years ago would seem like that would help. There can be a healthy side to that though, because I know like you're a driven person. You've always been a driven person. And you know, in the last seven years I've known you, you're the same way. And there are times where like you would be doing something and then I would question myself, like, what are you, do-? not that I need to do what you're doing, but I'm like, what are you doing right now? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, what are you doing with your life? Are you challenging yourself? Are you living up to your full potential? And it, and it wasn't like a, a bad thing. It was like a self-evaluation to be like, listen, that's, I trust this man more than anybody I've ever trusted in my entire life. I see what direction he's going in. I'm not comparing myself by any means because now I have an identity a year ago. Um, no, just kind <laughs> <laughs> of something new well, I'm doing. <laughs> you, you, using that is like almost like fuel for yeah. what God wanted. For but me. that's the healthy side of it, though. Yeah, yeah. that's what I mean. Yeah, yeah. The, seeing, and that's yeah. Seeing somebody in their God-given purpose and design and operating within that just get like fuel fuels you when you realize it's in your book. It's where uh, Kate Kate writes like you're. I'll, I'm going to slaughter sl- just ruin this but basically the whole premise of, of what Kate said at one point in time was um, when you see somebody operating perfectly within their gifting and their destiny and all of that if you get insecure it probably means you're not doing what yeah. you need to be doing you know mm-hmm. and, and it's true like m- some of the most insecure people I've ever met are the ones who are, who are spectating watching everybody else yeah. do what they were meant to be doing yeah. you know so <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah. and, I'm, and I, I would add to that and say some of my most insecure moments in my life was that, you know, mm-hmm. it's when you're just watching somebody else do what they want, are meant to be doing, you get FOMO and you either let it propel you mm-hmm. or you do the, the worst part of FOMO and you get jealous, bitter, mm-hmm. angry, frustrated, you know, whatever. Yeah, it's weird. And it's weird, too, when, like, when you don't even take into account that your friends are in different areas of life than you. Like, you don't take that into account sometimes. You just think, well, we're friends, so we should just be doing the same thing. And, like, I have this memory. Gosh, this is embarrassing. I remember you. Yeah, jerk. Brad, you went shooting. This is how childish this is. Okay. But you went shooting with Josh. Like you guys were gonna go shoot somewhere, and I was like off on the weekend, and I was just like, "Why did I get invited?" Like that's a, literally like, "Why wouldn't they invite me?" Like I'm friends with both of them. <laughs> like that's how dumb it gets. But it's funny, like it's embarrassing, but it's real. Because then you, but then you go farther into it, and all of a sudden, right. all this stuff. But like, you don't take into account that, you know through the weeks or whatever, like I'm working, maybe you and Josh, you were hanging out or whatever. It's just like the moment. It's just so odd how our, our brains will just grab buckets of dirt to fill in a hole. That's just not even there. And then that FOMO of like, they're going to be better friends. You know, you get all like so weird, but I mean, it's just so easy. It's a, it's gosh, it's stupid to say out loud, but it's so easy. Yeah. Yeah. That, that like that being okay with the reality that somebody could be just as good with of friends with somebody else as you are with them and it's so middle school but it 
it runs deep. You know what I mean? Yeah. It just runs deep like that within, within us. Like I remember, I mean, when I was, when I first got to Michigan and like being friends with Brad and then I was friends with, with Nate and then it was like, Oh, well they know each other way better because you guys have been going, doing life for like longer than I've been born <laughs> basically <laughs> not really, but like, you know, well kind of, but you know what I mean? You guys have known each other your whole life. And for me to try to compare that or try to muster up that level of relationship within a mere matter of a couple of years, mm-hmm. it's not possible. Mm-hmm. So like to compare yourself, it's not, it's uncomparable. It's uncomparable. You know, it's like comparison, comparing the intimacy and the like relationship of a newlywed compared to a, a marriage that's been together for 50 years. Mm-hmm. You know, the newlywed game, it's like they don't know anything and these two know everything about yeah. each other, you know. But the next um, thing that I thought was important for me was um, digging into the difficult, like with relationships. Because I feel like the sooner, and you were talking about that too, like the sooner you can get to the difficult conversations, the more refined your relationship gets. And I think you all did a podcast together that talked about what, what don't, what, no. do you, what, do you, <laughs> what do you know about me that I don't know about me that I should know about me? And I remember I was in the gym and I listened to that and I'm like, I would hate to answer that question. I would love for somebody to answer that for me. But then I thought about that statement, like, I'm okay receiving that, but I'm not okay giving that. And that like made me self-evaluate and think like, am I, am I a deep enough friend to give you constructive criticism where I know it's going to be un- uncomfortable? Yeah. Right. And I think that's when you, you cross a line in a relationship where it's like, it's, it's different than when it wasn't there, if that makes sense. Like it's just kind of like, it's that refining fire that gold comes out of it and it kind of burns away the stuff. Like we don't, I don't need to say, you know, my heart yeah. because you, like it's an, an unspoken thing you already know so if i say something you know it's out of love it's not it, it's not something that has to be said yeah i'm yeah. still waiting on an answer for the last couple of years i gave way. okay let's your talk, first your no, first answer was you never do it right it. now no, you don't have to do it on live oh, tv we, <laughs> i answer welcome Brad. to the octagon <laughs> two men enter <laughs> one man leaves his, his first response i think the first time i asked was I really can't think of anything. No, I and said, first I was like, yeah, of course he can't think of anything. No. And then I'm like, man, he it must be forgotten. deep. He's so forgotten. I answered this question for him, and I sent him like a long answer. <laughs> he's like, what? years tell me, later, tell me, he's tell me back. The answer. Oh, I got it right now. <laughs> <laughs> he's not. He's, oh, I don't even need to Years think later, he's knocking Do you have again. a different answer? He's like, tell me something different that you know about me, because the first thing I don't even remember. <laughs> so now I'm going to answer it again, and it's going to be honest. From the right Lord, now. no. Um, <laughs> oh like, boy, we're doing this right now. And I I'm had right that. In I had that same kind of idea in mind as mm-hmm. like just being willing to go into deeper conversations. It's like to think of like friendships where you don't do a deep dive. I mean, there's just something that I guess it can be unnerving. I mean, I don't know. I mean, maybe maybe we're really weird. I don't I feel think like we I are. scare people off because I go deep too quick, <clears throat> and then people are like, "Oh, I don't want to be around him. He's like." You're always no, wearing. Would you rather that though? Oh, oh yeah, because you're Dude, just like when, eliminating things that like it sounds bad, but eliminating people that really they can't handle that type of yeah, yeah exactly they can't level. handle that type of depth. Yeah, but, but you have to <laughs> e- ease into it. Yeah, I mean, get the breaks, <laughs> Jen. Like with, cer- with certain people, <laughs> yeah. yeah. I mean, you just gotta. But I think just to see when the opportunity is there to not shy away 
away from it. It's like, yeah. you know, go to the, like, yeah, go check the walls in the basement, you know, type idea. Go, go a little bit deeper. I think it's just, I just wonder to look back through friendships. It's like, man, if we would have, you know, did some, some just little deep dives, mm-hmm. where, where would our friendship be now? You know, right. or would we have found out, like, I, you know what I mean? Like, here's, it's just. Here's an interesting concept oh that gosh. you're going to appreciate. Okay. So, you know, like when you're around a friend that you're really close with, and then let's say you're out on a trip, like a guy's trip or something, and you're, mm-hmm. and then another, another guy that you're all friends with is there, but you, but you guys are deep in that person's surface, yeah. and you can't go deep with them, but you can go with this person. You're thinking All of a sudden, situation. Now, the surface person makes every, the whole conversation surface. Yeah. And it's almost like, I feel like what, almost like a way of what you're saying, I guess in my head, I'm thinking, how do I continue deep conversation even if a surface person comes in mm-hmm. to the picture? Does that make sense? Is yeah. That, uh, no, I Because totally I feel like that's kind of like, sometimes that happens where you go on a trip and somebody who's, not really ready for that they get around and then you just kind of calibrate to them instead of just staying deep and just mm. seeing if they're good yeah. with staying there you know well i think that's even just a test for you as the individual even too to just know like i mean yeah that's an interesting moment because i've been there yeah i just have I've been, been there, there. we've all been times. everybody's yeah. been there but like to just wonder like Dude, okay, here's something. The other day I was sitting at work at lunch and me and Jack, we were talking. Jackie, she's a girl, call her Jack. So we're sitting there and we start just talking about the Lord. Mm-hmm. And we're in the lunchroom and then we're just talking about, like we're going through like scriptures and just sitting there talking together. And then somebody comes in and they sit at the table right next to us. And I almost felt like both me and Jackie were kind of like, do we have to stop talking yeah. now? Like, I don't know. Because we were like, sure. we're like all in, you mm-hmm. know? So it was just kind of funny like in that moment we were just kind of like no i guess not like if she wants to join in or he or whoever wants mm-hmm. to join in but we're not gonna but like it does check your like um the check something in you where you're almost like you want like well it's like a what? safety thing too because yeah. you're almost like i don't know if i'm comfortable talking about this stuff with them too oh, yeah you know yeah. what i mean so it's almost like you're like gauging am i comfortable right now with <clears throat> having this conversation with somebody i don't know super well. And well, and that's something where, I mean, yeah, that's, you got to be aware, right? Because you don't want to go just lay your laundry out for somebody who doesn't care. And is gonna I lay just, my laundry you know, out everywhere. <laughs> but like, just, because yeah, they'll this just, you podcast know. podcast. <laughs> <laughs> if you've been watching us the past couple of years, you know a lot a about lot of laundry. <laughs> but yeah, that's something too. Like, yeah, you definitely have to consider that yeah. because then you can, you're just setting yourself up to be hurt. Because that question that you brought up the um, what do you know about me that I don't know me that I should know about me? That's a dangerous question. Mm-hmm. Like, um, it's like somebody a sword. Oh, well, dude, Indian there has to be, to there has to be trust there. Yeah. Like you have to have, you I have, have, have relationship. A friend sent me that podcast. So it wasn't your podcast. No. Oh, I thought He's, you made it up. No, I didn't make it up. I'm not, oh. I'm not that deep water. Stole it. Stole it. Completely no. Missed. So he sent me a podcast and then, I, it was about the Enneagram eights. So I listened to it and that was in there. And I was just like, oh my gosh. And I felt like the Lord in me be like, you need to let Scott answer this for you. And I was just like, oh gosh, no, like no way. 
And then I was just like, you know what, dude, I trust him. Like, mm-hmm. I know he's not going to try to poke me in the face, you know, like, so yeah. yeah, but like, and then, and it was true. Like what he said to me was just, but you give that crest, you give that to the wrong person, you're going to do your feelings hurt. Mm-hmm. Decapitation. Decapitation. <laughs> yeah. But what else? Anything else? What do we got? Yeah, I just had that. And that was all I had. Brad, you got one more. Let's do um, one more. It's a longer podcast today, Why people, not? but you deserve We're friends. it. You're on a longer commute today anyways. You want yeah, you want this fine. extra time. Well, I have two, so we can pick from one, whichever one. I think this one because you I, you I, I kind of stole this from you, Oh, okay. but not totally. I'm flattered already. Um, truth should build trust, not the other way around. And I looked at it for myself like um, a friend being able to watch me under pressure or or under fire, like that's when my true character comes out. Mm -hmm. So that's when truth, that truth of how I'm responding starts to build trust Mm -hmm. or distrust. Because if you, you know, if you're, it it would be more advice for me, like looking for friends 10 years ago or whatever, is just Mm -hmm. seeing a person under fire, maybe during one of those questions of what do you know about me that I don't know about me, something like that where they're, they're put under you know, under the, the might, hot plate yeah. where their character is going to come out. And I feel like that will build that, that'll show truth. And in, in that is either building trust or distrust. Yeah. I don't know if that makes sense. It does. No, it does. I just like the way it sounded. So it sounds that's why awesome. It yeah. It's probably, but I think that, and that's where I think the truth is just checked in those deep moments, you know, with mm-hmm. our friends. Like, I think it's just so important. And I think the simplest of things create the moment. I mean, one, have a bonfire. That's all you got to do. You get a bonfire going, everybody's going to go deep. That's what they do. Um, and start crying. Yeah, someone's going to cry. Um, have dinner. Are we boring you? Are you okay? No. Nope. <laughs> 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 uh, <laughs> <It's, I> <laughs> just... <laughs> no, but those moments, though, you know, get together and yeah. just on purpose, just ask some Fun questions, man. I don't know. I, I like doing that kind of stuff. But again, I'm a little bit weird. You guys are weird too, like that. So mm. that it's, helps. It's part of my. It's your, it's your call sign. It's my call sign. <laughs> <laughs> that, well, that was part of the thing when Lydia and I lived in Utah. We I'd go out to coffee with different, you know, people, and and I'd have I'd only be able to go to coffee with them once because <laughs> they were just like, "Whoa, this guy mm-hmm. is intense!" Like, like because I was ready to just be like. How's your heart? How are you doing? Like, yeah. what's your relationship with the Lord like? Like, let me learn from you. You know, and it's like some people are just like, whoa, 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 whoa. You know what I mean? And yeah. to me, I'm like, I already I've known you for a year, you know, in church. So yeah. like I feel like we can go here. And and I think one of the most refreshing things was when we moved to Michigan getting around both of you guys and you guys both were just like, yeah, let's go. Let's talk. <laughs> you know, and it was just, we're like, just like, oh, oh no. Comes in. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my ears are popping. Do you I, think that, I think that would lead into knowing, uh, giving yourself advice, knowing the difference between an acquaintance and a friend. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. in an acquaintance, that's when you don't dive as deep. Like yeah. it's, it's more surface, but you can still build relationships. Like you can still invest in somebody and just know like you can't, it may, it may not be advantageous or healthy to dive deep with this person where they're at or whatever it is, but versus like the friendships that we have, like how deep you can go. And that's like, that's a friendship. Yeah. 
You know what? Can I just add one more thing here? With this topic is like, there's a difference between somebody who will observe your depth and somebody who will go to to that depth with you. Because mm-hmm. like somebody who will just listen to you and just be like, oh, that's cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Wow. Okay. Yeah. But like somebody who's not engaged with that of like almost like a hunger level. You know what I mean? Like of like, I want what, what God's doing in you. I want like, I want to grow from you. And I think like, you know, whether somebody's actually willing to travel depths with you or whether somebody's just willing to watch mm-hmm. by based off of are well, that, they that's like the one-sided vulnerability to me yeah where they're yes. just just like yeah you get as vulnerable as you want man i'm a mm-hmm. safe place and yeah. then they're like okay almost like they're above it you're well, they are because they're not going deep. Yeah. <laughs> I'm above here. <laughs> or yeah. it's because they're insecure and yeah. they don't want to bring yeah. up their their failures. Yeah, mm-hmm. but, but like, that's like that's the challenge of life is just to. I mean, one to to have the safety in, in your friendships. I think that comes from both both friends being willing to just because it sounds simple, but sometimes it's not that simple to just to trust like stuff with you know that you want to like also give to somebody else to trust as well with you you know it's yeah. sometimes it can be hard yeah. you know but it is a crazy dynamic all the way around mm-hmm. okay how do we send it this week how do we send it brad i don't know how do we send it we're gonna send it by so can we go um, back 10 years and give ourself advice or should we give people machine. advice now and just say hey, watch this podcast that's your advice yeah, you for, should definitely watch you're building friendships that's pretty good yeah okay. And then, um, I don't know, pick out a couple things on your, for yourself. I mean, if there's stuff that you, you could learn from. I and, mean, don't, and don't do, get betrayed less. <laughs> <laughs> like, don't, you know what I mean? Like, I, when I thought about, like, what would I tell myself about friendships? Like, I imagine, like, really broken people being like, not let people hurt me. Yeah. <laughs> you know? <laughs> don't do that. Do, like, something you can control yeah. yourself. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I think, um, I don't, I don't know. I think man. evaluating what kind of friend you are, like instead of evaluating your friendships, like what kind of friend are you? What kind of friend do, we, do you want to be? And what is yeah. it going to take to get there? Is it investing in somebody else? Is it putting yourself aside to listen to them? Let's go, Brad. There it is. That's it. Finally, Brad came Finally through contributed. in the clutch. <laughs> Um, we'll hey. have you back in a year or so. Hey. <laughs> we'll check. Refining. We'll see how it's doing. We'll follow up on our friendship in a year. Hey, Comment below if you for- <laughs> enjoyed Brad being on this podcast. Please. I did. Please. Thanks for the coffee. Um, be sure to subscribe, like, share. Um, share it with a friend, man. Here you go, bud. Get that cup out of my face. <laughs> All right. We love you guys. We'll see you later, man. Love you guys. Ooh.